Welcome to our GLH podcast, everyone. I know you've been listening to our podcast, or if you're still join, if you're joining us for the first time, hey, welcome to our podcast. Well, we've been having some topics around the Christmas holidays and just talking about families. We talked about distractions. I mean, I hope that you would go back and listen to them. But today, this is one that that is probably going to be heavy to talk about. But we know that the conversations are going to be amazing. So. We're going to be talking about grief. Grief in the holiday. Yeah. How do you do that? Have you had to walk through that or speak some hope to the person that's listening that's going through grief right now in the holiday season? So Let, let me add the tension in the room. And because and I, I lost my mom. And uh, when you have memories of things that were done in the past and you had the ability to be there and there was so many opportunities to spend time and you did that and when they're not there anymore it creates this tension i want to be happy but it's hard to be happy when something that was so instrumental that brought so much joy and happiness is gone. I know some of us are dealing with that and we want to be sensitive to that, that subject, but there is some value you can find for what we're going to talk about today, because uh, no matter what we have to move on. Life pushes us into the next season. Even when some of us want to stay planted, I I want to go backwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but life pushes us forward, mm. and and I, I just for me it hurts. But one here's here's my encouragement moment for you. I got the opportunity to harbor so many great memories. So when I think about a situation with my mom, I capitalized on the moments. I, I, when, when there was time where we were supposed to have uh, um, times together, we had them. So those moments I think back on, and that gives me the gas to continue to go forward. God has blessed me with so many years of those moments that all I have to do is just go into that bank and grab hold to one of them when I'm struggling with uh, uh, not with, with missing her. Grieving, yeah. Mm. That's, that's a big deal, man. You know, so when I was 17, uh, right after I graduated high school was when my mom passed away. Oh, wow. And she was the one that pushed me so hard just to get through high school because she caught me selling drugs. She caught me doing so much in high school. And I remember she had gotten sick that spring break right before graduation. So it was a matter of three, four months, and then she passed away. But I remember her always asking, Sammy, come and spend time with me. Come and spend time with me. Always trying to talk to me. And instead of going and spending time with her, I was choosing to hang out with my friends. Like, hey man, let's 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 go, let's go smoke a blunt. Let's go have some alcohol. Let's go hang out with some lady friends. You know? I wasn't concerned and I didn't think I would lose my mom until the day that I actually 
lost her. And then that first Christmas, that whole year was rough. Oh. So not even just the holidays, that whole year and years to come was hard. And it's hard to be able to see that positivity, like what you were sharing. Like, man, how do you look at those positive moments when you were so bad? You yeah, know, because yeah. on my mother's deathbed, I told her, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being a horrible son. What gave me peace was that I saw tears rolling down her eyes. Yeah. That she heard me. The hospital staff, they didn't, she was in a deep coma. They said that she wouldn't hear you, that nothing would be said. Wow. But she heard me. Amen. Amen. You know, wow. and I, un, I had the opportunity to say goodbye to my mom. And that is what gave me peace. Yeah. Not necessarily the moments that I got to have, but it helped me to reflect on the time that I, I did, that I was good to her. Yeah. You know, just to have that opportunity. So, and, and that may speak to somebody out there that may not, maybe there's a different scenario that, that happened with you, but I just want to encourage you to try and find the positive, like what you were saying, Pastor Terrence, because, you know, death, we, we look at death as an ugly thing. Uh-huh. That's what culture tells us, but there's a, there's a beauty. There's a beauty in, in death. My grandmother was sort of like the, the glue to our family. We go to my aunt's house every Christmas and then she passed and you could see it from me, especially and the cousins as well, just like coming apart. Yeah. And, um, I don't know where I'm going with that. Hey, that's fine. Yeah. yeah I don't know where I'm going. With that. It hurt. It, it hurt. It hurt. And we know that, Hey guys, in the room right now, it's it's emotional. It, it's tense because grief is is a part of life, yeah. and we can't get away from it. And I gotta tell you, just like you were saying, Frank, um, my grandmother, man, she was that spiritual backbone, and and she actually passed on Christmas Day. Oh. Uh, so every Christmas around noon, because I could remember we were all sitting at the table, just ready to eat, and we got the call. And my, she was staying with my aunt at the time, and she only lived like about maybe 10-minute drive. So we got there, and I know this is not to be too graphic, but she was still warm when we got there. Wow. You know? And I could remember, like, hugging her and kissing her, and, and her eyes were still open, and I got to see my dad, you know, closed her eyes. And, and so every Christmas around noon, even no matter where I'm at, I try to find a little bit of time to get away, mm. to get away and just remember my, my abuela. Mm. You know, she was one of the sweetest things. She passed at 98 years old. Wow. 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 That's that's good. So yeah, she that's had a, a good, scene. yeah, she's seen a lot. And so I, I'm thankful, like you're saying, Pastor Terrence, I'm thankful that I had a lot of great memories getting on the bus and traveling <laughs> 10 hours through some of these dirt roads to get to her house Mm. where she lived from the city. And she would always have my little can of, my little uh, Coca-Cola in the bottle. And um, I used to like pine tarts. And she used to always have pine tarts. As soon as I got off the bus, she had this little bag for me. And man, I miss that so much. But hey, like I said, life is short. We've all said life is short. And so what am I doing different now? And I want you to celebrate this with me. And also, I'm challenging you at the same time. My younger brother and my older brother, we have been separated through not 
separated, but separated by location. One is in Belize. One just is in Tallahassee. I'm here, but we have never spent a Christmas together Mm -hmm. in the last 15 years. So we finally decided that let time dictate memories. So we're making an intentional time this year to gather together to make some memories. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. So that's one of the way how we're going to challenge some of the grief that we face in the holiday season is to replace them early enough with memories that's going to last. I think it's because it's easy to focus on on what you're missing. Yes. It's very easy. I think one of the things that I suffered with, I still, I won't lie, I still go through this um, during the holidays, during special times of the year. Man, what, how my mom would have been a part of my kid's life, the kind of grandmother that she would have been. Yeah. You know, the kind of relationship that her and my father would have had, the presence that they would have had with keeping the family together. And we focus on what could have been. Yeah. But we don't focus on what they probably would have wanted us to do when, when they were is. gone. It, it, it's, it's, it's amazing how um, factual death is it's final it's complete Mm -hmm. and that's the hardest part of dealing with nothing we can do can bring that that person back to life but one of the things that one of the mental strategies um, that i've heard at a funeral and the guy he uh orated how we lost one but because of the distraction it caused they didn't see that 10 kids were born that year to that family Mm, wow so it was like wow we lost one but we gained 10 and the promise that god gives us he promised us death it's 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 not like oh it's sneaking up on us (laughs) This is something that's going to happen. Mm. So it hurts so much when it ends because we want so much more from that one person. But God is the author and finisher of all things. So we have to make sure that we line ourselves up with him and honor his decision to, to end that portion of that person's life. And it's hard for us to do but when we start looking around, we can see what he left us. Yes, I like that. My, um, my first Christmas in Florida, I was all alone. My family was in New Jersey. My uh, ex left me like a week or two before, and I went to Clearwater. I didn't expect Clearwater to be so packed. There was thousands and thousands of people on the beach. Wow. And I'm like, Whoa. Whoa, and it put things in perspective to to me. It made me think, like, out of all those people out there, there's someone out there feeling the same I am right now. Mm. Alone, you know, just walking the pier, Mm -hmm. doing their thing. And it was cool to see. You know, it was cool to see. And, 
man, I'm just off it today. I don't know where I'm going with anything. You're good, man. I don't know where I'm going with it. But you <laughs> saw you saw yeah. the positivity saw in the positive. it. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's good to have community yeah. when you're not alone. You know what I mean? And that's the thing you were feeling is, man, it's easy to feel alone when you've lost someone and you lock yourself in the closet. You yeah. close the door and you think you're crying to yourself. But man, there's other people that are going through the same thing. Yes. You're not alone. There's a community out there. And it's okay to cry. I think that's the other thing. You think you got to put on this front for everybody on the holidays. If you're not okay, it's okay to not be okay. Say it, brother. Say it. Come on. I love that. The whole community thread in there, Pastor Sam, that you shared. That's what I would say. (laughs) That's what I would say. I would just echo that same sentiment. Hey, if you're out there and you're listening, listen, being alone and grieving is not healthy. There's nothing healthy about that. Yes. So you want to make sure you find a community. Like Frank said, listen, just driving to the beach, even if you're not totally involved with that community, but just being around other people will help you to grieve that process much healthier than being alone. So I hope you guys learned some things about our personal stories, but also learn that grief is going to be a part of our life journey. And we just have to learn how to overcome it definitely in community, but also in Christ. Well, thank you guys for joining us and join us again next week for our next episode.